Welcome to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM, coming to you from the northern tablelands of New South Wales. I'm James, and on Tableland Explorers, we unpack the truths of the Bible and adapt them to our lives. Hey, you're listening to Tableland Explorers 87.6, FM, right around Australia. Luke, it is so great to be back for another week. It this is. week, we are going through something that is so important to me. But before I get to that, I just want to ask you, how are you doing, brother? I am going, well, I'm like, okay, I guess, yeah. to be honest. Like, this week's oh. been pretty tough. Yeah. You know, I was going to lie and just be like, yeah, I'm great. But this week, it's been a rough week. Yeah. Um, exciting, but um, I'm enjoying being back here in the studio for another study. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the studio, and I'm happy to see your face today, Luke. Oh, Brother, it's good to see you too. Look, mate, it's been a rough week. I- I've had a rough week as well, probably not as rough as yours, um, yep. but I'm here for you, brother, and I-, and I love you. No worries. It's just going through that uh, transition period. So I've been uh, moved, so I'm at another church next year, so I'm in between sort of wrapping up at one church and then starting in another church, so it's just... Yeah, it's been a bit hectic trying to do all that this week. Yeah. Well, and a few more weeks to go too to do it. But yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Hey. But today's study is very, very important and we need to be focusing on mm. on that this week. And this week we have Zari and Zed back in the studio. Yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's also how how was your week, guys? Um, it was a pretty good week. Um, yep. It was raining a lot, though, so it wasn't that much to do, but pretty much just did lots of schoolwork and went for motorbike rides and, yeah. Did you get a lot of rain up your way? Yeah, we got... We got a lot of rain, rain here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, did you get... Because you guys get flooded in every now and then, don't you? Yeah. So, did you get flooded in this week? Yep. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I so, got flooded in from school, like, every day, pretty much. So, you couldn't go into school? No. Well, that would have been good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I had a lot of assessments to do, though, so that was a bit of a bummer because I had to talk, uh, give signed forms and stuff about them, but it's okay. Oh, you have to do a lot of that online? Uh, no, I have to go into school. I went to school one day this week for my maths test, and yep. then so that was okay. And then the rest of them, I had three other assessments due this week, but Ooh. but we got them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I'm, ha- I'm happy to hear that. And, hey, look, That's it. you know, it's... it's, um, it's you know, well, I, I know this area has been in drought um, mm. for the last few years, and it's just so good to see so much rain. And I really think it is, I think we yeah. should count our blessings, as the song says, count our blessings one by one. I, I think so know. too. And you know, some of these farmers, you know, <laughs> they it must be a hard life. Like they get not enough rain, or they get too much <laughs> rain. You know, because some of the farmers that here can't yeah. do their harvest because there's too much water mm. in their um, fields. You've you, you got to be tough as nails, don't you? No, you do. And, yeah, put our hats off to all those farmers out there that are doing it tough and to bring us our food, really. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. Now, this week's study is on the Sabbath. Mm. Now, the Sabbath is a very dear spot to my heart, but I want to ask you guys here in the studio, what, is, what does the Sabbath mean to you? The Sabbath to me means that I finally get a day of rest because mm-hmm. I think most every other day of the week, uh, my family and I in general are pretty uh, go people and so we're always doing things but the Sabbath is the one day where everyone just chills out and I really like having that day where you can just spend time with each other and not have to feel stressed about doing things and like 
just spend time in nature and going for walks and stuff. Mm. Mm, nice. How about you, Zed? Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah, it's just a good chill day. You just get to hang out and have fun. Do you get? Do you have like a favorite thing you like to do? Like, like you know what? This is something I do on the Sabbath. Bush walks. Bush walks. Mm, I like yeah. bush walks. Yeah, James I, just got a smile from ear to ear. Uh, I think he likes <laughs> dude. I, I love bushwalks so much. If if you're in Finals Queensland, you're listening. Um, I just want to shout out to to everyone in Finals Queensland because that is a beautiful area. But it was so hot, like every like it's basically so hot all all year, right? And it's like above ninety percent humidity, like basically like six out of seven days of the week. And so on Sabbath. You get like those 37 degree days where the sun's just, uh, like, yeah, like 35 to like 37 degree days where the sun's just like beating down. And we just go for a bushwalk and we go out to a waterfall. Mm. And it's just, just such a beautiful time. And just to really connect with God's, God's creations and just connecting with God yeah. and with others. It just yep. gives you that peace in your heart. And I just love it so much. Yeah, me too. Some of my favorite Sabbaths are out in the bush, out mm. camping and especially with Pathfinders. Yeah. You know, there's something about being on a camp, around a campfire, and when you're learning about God, it seems to sink in more. Mm. You know, like, don't get me wrong, I love going to church, I love going and hearing the preacher, or preaching, as in my case, but I find that, well, I'm a lot more receptive when you're out in nature, mm. and I find pathfinders are as well, and... Yeah, I really enjoy the Sabbath in the way that it is a day God's given to us to be able to spend time with Him. You know, I like to call it a date day with God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and He's it just, is, it, it is, is. And that's yeah. what it is. And we're going to learn more about that in the study. Yeah. But it's that time where, yeah, you can just spend time with God, with family, and just yep. forget about the worries of this world. And God mm. knew what He was doing when He gave us the Sabbath. Yeah, He did. I um, I just want to touch on you. You said it's kind of a date day with God, and mm. we were just joking before um, about about love <laughs> interests. Yep. You know, the Sabbath is a day that I, you know, that I just love. You know, yeah, and a day and to look forward to. Yeah, highlight a day to of the look week. forward to. Yeah, hundred percent. Now, if you would like to follow along with our Bible study today, you can text DOS study one word, no spaces, to o four triple eight eight zero eight three one, and we'll send you a link that will take you to a page where you can download today's study guide. So, text DOS study. That's D O S S S T U D Y. Text that to o four triple eight eight zero eight three one. Today, we are on study guide number eight, titled The Sabbath. And we have an awesome free offer for you today, so stick around and get the code word. You're listening to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. Here is Temple Time by Matt and Josie Meninkus. God took six days and created Earth and moon and stars and sun On the seventh day he rested Worship 
Tableland Explorers. Today, we are going through the Faith of Doss Bible Study Guides. These study guides are showing us the faith behind Desmond Doss. What was it about his faith that he was able to go into World War II without a gun, save countless lives, and end up receiving the Medal of Honor? If you are just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can just go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for Tableland Explorers. Or go to the app store on your phone and download the Faith FM app. We're about to start our study, so if you would like to follow along with us, then text DOS Study to 048 That's DOS Study, one word, no spaces, and download study number eight, the Sabbath. Alrighty, well, let's get into our study. And as usual, before we open the Word of God and our study guides, let's just bow our heads and have a word of prayer. Dear Jesus, as we open our Bibles and these study guides, I pray that you fill our hearts with your Holy Spirit that you fill our minds with your Holy Spirit, that as we are reading and studying this topic that is so special to you, that we will see the Sabbath in the light that you want us to see it in. As we are studying, Lord, I pray that you speak to us, you speak through us, and that we may know and understand what this special day is about and what it means to you and how it can be a blessing to each and every one of us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. The media escarpment, otherwise known as Hacksaw Ridge, was to be taken no matter what the cost. B Company had come to trust Private Desmond Doss implicitly, but the assault to take the ridge was scheduled for May 5, 1945, a Sabbath. Doss asked to finish his devotion time first. This request was not only granted for his company, but for the entire assault was delayed until Doss had finished his devotion. 
Why did he choose to serve on his Sabbath, a day he would usually spend away from everyday concerns in worship and in rest? Doss said it was because he was doing good, something his faith taught him to do seven days a week, and on that day the Americans took the ridge and held it for good. On Saturday, May 5, 1945, Doss answered the call of duty to his fellow men. In doing so, he was walking in the footsteps of Jesus, who did not hold back from doing good on the Sabbath. You know, you don't see it much in the movie Hacksaw Ridge, but Doss had to fight hard to be able to keep the Sabbath. And to do that, he had to work twice as hard on a Sunday to make up the time. But he didn't complain, he just did what he needed to do. Doss was a medic. He was the only medic left in his company this time they went up to Hacksaw Ridge. He had to go with his men and he had to help them. And I think he did the right thing. Do you know what else is interesting? Is that the officers that agreed to let Doss finish his Sabbath school lesson that day and hold up the assault on Hacksaw Ridge for about 30 minutes were the same officers that tried to kick him out of training at the beginning. I think an interesting thing about Doss and his faith is that he kept the Sabbath even in battle, as we just said, and this was something that he was originally scorned for, but eventually it was a key factor in the respect that others had for him. So being mm. so committed to your faith is can be actually a good thing. As though it may be hard at the time, others seeing that you are that committed to something will mm. probably make them see you as a better person in mm. their eyes and with everything that you do overall, I think. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I, I agree with that. Like, Doss was a man who stuck to what he believed in, and that, that gave him integrity, and people could trust him, people could believe him because he didn't waver on things. He was firm, and when he went into battle, he, he was still firm in his faith because, as we're going to find out, it's lawful to do good on the Sabbath, and he chose, he said, I'm going to do, I'm going to put God first, and he put God first, and he showed that when we have confidence in God and when we trust in God, we see from this example that God will fight for us when we put him first. And B, B Company was able to take Hacksaw Ridge that day. Yeah, and it's just crazy because Doss was so committed to the Sabbath that he kept it even in the middle of the battlefield. But what is the origin of the Sabbath that Doss believed and followed? Is it still relevant today? Well, let's find out in question one. What does the very first verse of the Bible tell us about where we came from? Genesis 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The creation story gives humans an understanding of our place in the universe and the meaning of life. It tells us that God created everything and that God created us. And in the beginning, God created like all the heavens and the earth and stuff, and then Adam and Eve and all the animals and stuff. And then we came along later. I think from that, we can really see that we must be created from God because if he created everything else, it's only reasonable that he created us as well. Yeah, you two are right. And you know what's actually really interesting about this verse? This used to be the one verse all Christians believed in. And now it has become almost the most controversial verse that's in the Bible. But it is just so clear. You know, where did everything come from? The Bible says, in the beginning, God. God created. He is the grand designer of us and our planet. Like, if I got all the pieces that make up an iPhone and put them all in a box and just leave it there, is it going to be 
an iPhone in a million years. No. No, it's not. Nope. It needs a designer and it needs a creator, someone to design all the parts and someone to put it together. And the Bible says that is God. God designed this planet and he created each and every one of us. You know, so we can't look around and go, hey, yeah, our bodies are just so complex that it just happened. Yeah. They didn't just happen. God created us. Yeah, like we came from God and God made everything. And the whole reason that God's worthy to be worshipped, right, that we call the Lord God, it, Revelation 14 tells us this, and it says, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honour and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. God made us, and that's that's why he is the God. That's why he is worthy to be worshipped. Everything that makes him God is, is the fact that he made us and he made the heavens, he made the earth, he made everything in the universe that we see, he made it. And question two, it says, what did God do when he finished creating this world? Now, we find the answer in Genesis 2 verses 1 to 3, and it reads, By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. God separated the seventh day from every other day of the week. He specifically blessed this day and made it holy. Why do you think God did this? God set aside a specific day to enable us to rest from the busyness of life and to enjoy dedicated time with him and his creation. And you know what? When God got to the end of creation... He didn't just leave it at that. He didn't say, this is the end. I've finished it. You know, oh, the, you know, the first day of the new week. Oh, well, I'm going to just rest now. No, he added that day of specific rest into the creation week. And that was the last finishing touch on the week, a day that he set apart. He sanctified. He made holy. Um, and that's, that's why it's so important. God didn't just make it any random day. He made it a day, a special day, yeah. set it aside. And he made that day for us. Yeah. Right? He yeah. made that day to set it up for us. Like what we talked about earlier at the beginning, a date day. Yeah. You know, most couples will have a date night, right? Yeah. God has set up, I, hey, I, I know, know that. But- I mean, I don't know either, but I've <laughs> but- heard people say, oh, I can't do that. I'm going on a date with my wife. And I'm like, oh, mm. that's nice. You have a wife. <laughs> right? But, hey, but I we get got the something point. better. We got, we got a knowledge of Jesus and, and a relationship do. with him. We do, and that's that day that we spend. Couples have those times mm. to get to know each other, spend time with each yeah. other. God knew that we we're going to get busy during our week. Mm. He said, hey, this is a day that I created. He created mm. a day mm. for us. Like We pick a day during our week to spend with our spouse or our girlfriend or our yeah. partner or whatever. God created a whole day yeah. to spend with us. The Sabbath came on the day after he finished creating, right? Yeah. So he, he created the world in six days. So Sabbath was the seventh day. Mm. If God created the world in five days, what day would be the Sabbath? Six days. Six days. What if he created the world in two days? The third day. Third day, right? So if he created the world in one day, what day would be the Sabbath? Second Second. So what day cannot ever be the Sabbath? The first day. The first day. Because the Sabbath always comes after God's creating work. Mm. And he created Mm. that day for you and me to spend time with him. Yeah. Yeah, and God rested on the seventh day and made it holy. And that's how we know that the Sabbath is so important and that we need to keep it to find peace in him. Mm. I think that we can really see that rest is a really important part of that as well, that 
he rested, even though he's God and he doesn't really need to, he still did that for us, which mm. we'll get He gave to. us an example. So now that leads us into question three. What is the Sabbath a reminder of? And that leads us into our Bible verse, Exodus 20, verses 8 to 11. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and made it holy. God has given us a weekly reminder that he is a creator. The word Sabbath means rest. It is interesting to note that before the battle, Doss took the time to remind himself that it was God who gives and values life. I think that the Sabbath is a reminder of God's creation, his love for us, and his wish for us to spend time with him. It's also a great reminder that it's okay to take a break sometimes. I think we live in a very fast-paced world, which makes us feel guilty a lot of the time for slowing down, but really it's so necessary. Sabbath was made for us to rest, and it was okay for God to do so. So it's okay, if not a requirement for us to as well. Yeah. And just like you said before, like the Sabbath is a day where we don't have to work and we can just enjoy nature and hang out with our friends at church or just have a nice chill day. And it's a day that we can remember Jesus and the day he rested after his creation. The Sabbath is a reminder. Like it is, it's mentioned here. It's specifically a reminder that the Lord is God. He is the one to worship. He made the earth, the sea, the heavens, everything in them. And the Sabbath is the day that God asks us to observe, to honor him as the one that created all things. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're in a relationship with someone, hey, how can I love you better? Like, oh, could you do this? And it's like, you know, like he asked that specific day, the Saturday, yeah. he's like, hey, this is the Sabbath. It's my holy day. Um, can you just keep it holy? You know, I had someone ask me this year, they said, James, why can't I keep Tuesday as the Sabbath if I need to work on Saturday? You know, does it need to be Saturday? I, I just said to them, I was like, look, if we keep, if we try to keep holy, firstly, we, we can't make something holy, but by the way, like as humans, we can't make something holy. Yeah. We can try and pretend with rituals or whatever. No, God's the one who sanctifies. God's the one who makes things holy because we're unholy as, on it mm. as ourselves. So first of all, we can't make it holy, but if we try and keep or, you know, keep holy another day that isn't the Sabbath, What we're doing is we're undermining God. We're going against what God has specifically asked us Mm. as Christians to do, and therefore we're worshipping another God, whether that be someone else or or ourselves or something, you know, some political figure. By honouring the Sabbath, we're actually directly showing our allegiance to the one who created the heavens and the earth, and he asked us to as well. Because it's like honouring what God said. He said, hey, keep the Sabbath. Mm. Instead of going, well, you know what? That doesn't really suit me. I'm going to choose something yeah. else. Yeah. It becomes self-righteousness. We're trying to live a life the way we want it, yep. not the way God want it. You know, and we have memorials today, like Anzac Day here in Australia. Mm. You know, it is a day where once a year we remember those Anzacs, those yep. men and women who fought and died for us. Mm. Right? If I decided to say, you know what, April 25 really doesn't suit me, you know, the day before Anzac Day, my brother died. Uh, Anzac Day is my dad's birthday. It just becomes this whole emotional weekend. Let's just move it. People yeah. would go off their nut, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to move it yeah. because that's the day that has been set. 
to remember them. Yeah, that's like Remembrance Day too. And you, Remembrance Day, yeah. You, know, you change those dates. It's actually you're you're doing a disrespect. Like you know, you're tr- putting yourself and your own wants above you know those people. Well, those people, yeah. you are. And you know, we read in the commandment that Zari just read out. The reason we remember the Sabbath is because God is our creator. And did you know the Ten Commandments are actually written twice in the Bible? The first one is in Exodus 20 that we just read, and the next one is in Deuteronomy chapter 5. And the only thing that is different Mm. is the Sabbath commandment. And it's in verse 15, and it says, Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. So the Sabbath becomes a memorial of God as our creator and as our deliverer, our savior. That is why we keep the Sabbath. Mm. You know, it's like as we keep Anzac Day and Memorial Day to honor those fallen soldiers, we have a weekly reminder that God is our creator and our redeemer. If you would like to follow along with our Bible study today, you can. All you got to do is text DOS study, that's one word, no spaces, to 04888 And we're going to send you a link that'll take you to a page where you can download today's study guide. So all you got to do is text DOS study, that's D O S S S T U D Y, to 04888 Today, we're on study guide number eight titled The Sabbath. Also, we've got an awesome free offer for you today, so stick around to get the code word. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Keith and Kristen Getty with the perfect wisdom of God right here on Faith FM. The perfect wisdom of our God revealed in all the universe. All things created by His hand and held together at His command. He knows the mysteries of the seas The secrets of the stars are His He guides the planets on their way And turns the earth through another day ways that mark the path of righteousness. His word a lamp unto my feet, His Spirit teaching and guiding me. Teach me humbly to 
solid rain of your sovereignty. It's true. Welcome back to Tableland Explorers. Today, we're going through the Faith of Doss Bible Study Guides. These study guides are showing us the faith behind Desmond Doss. What was it about his faith that he was able to go into World War II without a gun, save countless lives, and end up receiving the Medal of Honor? If you are just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for Tableland Explorers. Or you can go to your app store and download the Faith FM app. Let's get back to our study. We are on study number eight and at question number four. Now, question four says, as Jesus hung on the cross, he cried, it is finished. That's found in John 19 verse 30. Then he died. What day did he rest in the tomb? Well, if we look at Luke 23 verses 54 to 56, it says, It was preparation day and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. God rested on the seventh day after his work of creating the earth. Similarly, Jesus rested in the tomb on the Sabbath from his work of salvation. When Jesus died on the cross, he had finished paying for our sins. His work was done. Satan was defeated. The Sabbath is a reminder of both creation and salvation. Luke, that just goes back onto the point that you just shared um, before the break. And it's just interesting because in both salvation and creation, you know, the two great works that God did that are written in the Bible, uh, there's rest, there's Sabbath rest involved. This is an important day. It is, and it's seeing these beautiful parallels between creation and redemption. Because, hey, Jesus finished his work of creation, right? Mm. And he's saying, hey, it's done, it's mm. finished. Mm. And then on that same Friday, of he was hanging on the cross, and he said, it is finished. And he rested in the tomb on the Sabbath, mm. same way he rested after creation. Mm. So he's still getting the same rest um, in these both these stories. Yeah, I want to I want to add on to that just real quick and steal more airtime. The the gospel is explained in in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Mm. It's Jesus said, "I did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law and the prophets." Mm. And in that, the Sabbath command, both creation and redemption, it's yep, there, it right? Is. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, how do we know that Jesus was resting in the tomb? Well, we find that in John twenty. Right, we find that the women have gone to the tomb and, and they're left, and Mary Magdalene is left there by herself. Mm. And she meets this person and she's asking him, Where is Jesus? Right? And then he reveals himself, saying, Hey, you know, that this is me. And she gives him this hug, right? And in verse 17, Jesus says, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and to your God. 
So Jesus is saying here, Sunday morning, hey, I haven't gone back to heaven yet. Don't hang on yeah. to me. Don't hold me up. But go tell them, I'll be back. But I have to go to heaven, go back to God, and see if my sacrifice was sufficient. Yeah. And, you know, we find out that it actually is. Mm. Yeah, and just like you said before, Jesus rested in the tomb for all of Sabbath and he raised Sunday. And just like Jesus, going back to the topic, Dos also kept the Sabbath, but he might, he wasn't dead, obviously, but he did the best he could to keep the Sabbath, just like Jesus said to at war. I think that Jesus' action of staying in the tomb over Saturday is really important as it shows us that this law is still applicable to us now. I've heard a few times that people think that it's an Old Testament thing and that we no longer have to do this, but Jesus resting shows us that it is still important. Yeah, I just want to add in, uh, if you've got the study guide with you, it, you'll see this section, the last two questions, it says a reminder of life. And the first Sabbath commandment in Exodus, you know, that was God created, God gave you life. And the commandment, the Sabbath commandment in Deuteronomy, that's God redeemed you from death mm. as well. So both of these are relating to God giving us life. Mm, I is. just think that's so amazing. I think our next question, question five, also kind of relates to that, where we talk about what did Jesus say was made for our benefit? So in the Bible verse, Mark 2, verses 27 and 28, we, it says, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. The Lord's day is for our benefit, a day for doing good and to encourage each other spiritually. So when we say what was the benefit, it was the Sabbath itself. Mm. It's a day of rest meant to revitalize us and bring us closer to God. And also I think that it's meant to bring us closer to each other as we spend time together as well, communing in God, because that's really important part of growing in God is also growing that connection with each other because mm. That's why we go to church and all those things is because other people having that faith also helps us get stronger in it. Yeah, you're right. And, like, I don't know how the Bible can get any more clearer. Like it says, the Sabbath was made for man. And I don't get how people miss that. And so many people think that word man in the Bible says Jew because they say, oh, the Sabbath is only made for the Jews. Yeah. But clearly here Jesus is saying, no, the Sabbath is made for man. That word mm. man is meaning mankind. Mm. It was made for everyone. It, mm. it is. Yeah, you're right, James. That word means mankind. It's not just man as in one person. Or it's not just Jew. You know, God created the Sabbath for all of us. And, you know, in my Bible, they're in red words. That means Jesus said it, which means that, you know, what it is is true. Also, this passage is telling us that the Sabbath, Saturday, is the Lord's day. Yeah, Jesus said that the Sabbath is made for men, not man for the Sabbath. It wasn't made for Jew or Gentile or, or any specific person. It was made for all men because all men need the Sabbath. But we weren't made to keep the Sabbath. The Sabbath was supposed to be a joyous time. It wasn't supposed to be laborious. It wasn't supposed to be strenuous or hard or difficult. Um, and the Jews made it that way in Jesus' time that no one wanted to keep it. You know, it was, it was this burden, you know, you run out of steps and so you sit down till the end of the Sabbath. Yeah. I mean, what if you're going to go number two? You know, it just doesn't make sense. So Jesus is saying the Sabbath is made for you. It's a gift for you. Enjoy it, you know, and it'll be a blessing to you. Yeah, and just like you said before, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And so Jesus made the Sabbath for us so then we can have a day off from work and spend time with our Creator. Question six says, what is it lawful to do on the Sabbath day? 
Matthew 12, 9 to 12 says, Going on from that place, he went into their synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, If any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Yeah, and Jesus wants us to do good on the Sabbath and to help others just like Doss did. And he still went on the battlefield dodging bullets and helping wounded people and taking them to safety. So Doss was still keeping the Sabbath by doing good and helping others. Yeah, as the verse says, work is unlawful. But I feel like this is a question that is really divisive for a lot of people. Like we shouldn't work, but then Jesus healed on the Sabbath. So if you're a paramedic, say, and you really need to be there to help someone, then that's okay. And then moving a little bit away from the work side, what about what people consider to be secular activities? Uh, I think this is one of the things that's more up to our interpretation or mm. personal conviction. As it says in Romans 14, nothing is unclean in itself, but is unclean for anyone who thinks it's unclean. So I think what Jesus said about what is and isn't okay on Sabbath is quite limited. And so I think it's more up to what we personally feel guilty about doing. Mm. That's wrong. Yeah, definitely. It is. And it comes down to between me and God. I know for me, I have chosen not to play sport on Sabbath. That's my conviction. And, you know, someone once asked me, you know, should I play sport on Sabbath? Well, you know what? That needs to be your decision. Because if I say no, then you're only not doing it because I said so. You're not convicted Mm -hmm. on it. So, therefore, you're not going to hold to that. When your sports game or grand final comes on Sabbath, you're going to go, right, because you're not convicted not to go. When we are convicted about something, especially when it comes to the Sabbath, we're going to be able to stand true to it. If we're not totally sold on it and we're not totally convinced, we're not going to be able to stand on it. But also going along with the work part, you know, I'm a carpenter by trade. Now, if my neighbour said, hey, can you come over on Saturday and help me build a patio? I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to do that on Sabbath. But yet, if we have some crazy storm Friday night and Sabbath morning my neighbour's roof's caved in and he needs help repairing and fixing it, then, yeah, I'm going to go help. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's something that needs to happen then. It's doing yeah, good. It's, it's doing good. Down to helping yeah. others. You know, if, if you're a mechanic and you're on the way to church and you see someone like on the side of the road and you can help, you can help. I can't help because I've got nothing, <laughs> no idea about cars. Yeah. Right? Yes, it's work because that's what we do for a living, but we're now we're using it to serve and help. Yeah, yeah, but it's and helping. doing it as a witness to others. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. The focus. You know, I think it's more of a, like, it's a less of a witness if we turn around, nah, sorry, it's Sabbath, I can't come and help you. Yeah. yeah. No, God helped and healed people on the Sabbath. We can go help people on the Sabbath as well. Yeah. I want to agree with the point you said, Luke, about being convicted about why you do something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think obedience to God you know, is bad if we trust God, right? But if we don't believe something, we're not really going to keep it, right? You know, if we don't believe we have to keep the Sabbath, we're going to try and cut corners everywhere. And I know growing up as a kid, when I left home, I stopped keeping the Sabbath. I didn't really give a rats about it. And then a few years later, I started to keep the Sabbath. And I found that when I didn't put my mind on work, when I took my mind off work, when I took uh, my mind off all these secular things that were going on around me, I had this day of peace, you know? Mm -hmm. 
and and it really helped me to connect with God, connect with my maker. It gave me peace. Yeah, there's certainly things that are wrong, and we see that in Isaiah 58. We see in Leviticus 23. God tells us that this is a holy day. It's a special day. It's a day to connect with him. But also, when there's things when there's things that are good that need to be done, like helping someone as a nurse or a doctor, when those things need to be done, that's honorable to God, and that's serving as a witness to those around you of Christ's love in you. We have an awesome free offer for you today, so save this number in your phone, 04 888 That's 04-888-808-31. And wait for the code that's coming up soon. You're listening to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. Here is God Rested by Andrew Peterson. So they took his body down The man who said he was the resurrection and the life Was lifeless on the ground now The sky was red as blood along the blade of night As the Sabbath fell they shrouded him in linen They dressed him like a
Welcome back to Table and Explorers. Today we are going through the Faith of Doss Bible Study Guides. These study guides are showing us the faith behind Desmond Doss. What was it about his faith that he was able to go into World War II without a gun, save countless lives and end up receiving the Medal of Honor? If you are just joining us and would like to catch up on this study or previous studies, you can go to faithfm.com.au and go to the podcast section and look for Tableland Explorers. Or you can go to the App Store and download the Faith FM app. Let's get back to our study. We're at question seven. Okay, question number seven says, What was Jesus' custom? Luke 4.16 says, He, Jesus, went to Nazareth where he had been brought up and on the Sabbath day went into the synagogue. As was his custom, he stood up to read. You know, I was contemplating on this verse the other day, and, you know, this verse comes up a lot in a Sabbath study. So it's here, look, Jesus went to church on Saturday, on the Sabbath. But you know what's interesting that usually gets left out? Then it goes on to say, he stood up to read. So not only did Jesus go to church on Saturday, he went to church and he participated. So if we actually want to follow what Jesus said, we would go to church and we would participate. We wouldn't just go there and hang out. And participating can mean in so many different things, from collecting the offering, doing the sound desk, uh, pushing the buttons for the PowerPoint, um, you know, greeting people at the door. Participating can come in so many different shapes and sizes. And this verse is telling us to follow Jesus' example by going to church on Saturday and participating in church. Great point, Luke. Really agree. Um, we should in, we should participate as well. Uh, the Sabbath is that time. You know, we should spend time with God every day, but the Sabbath is that time where it's a specific day, like we said at the start, date day. Um, you know, a specific day, specific time we can spend with God and ministering to others where we put everything else away and we put God first. Yeah, it was just Jesus' custom to go to the synagogue on Sabbath and just to be involved in the church just like it should be for us. Yeah, I think like everyone's been saying, participation is a really important part of spending time with God on Sabbath because like our date night example, you don't just sit there when you're on a date and not do anything, but you participate and you engage with them. And I think we should be engaging with God Mm. and others as well. And to follow up with that, there's question eight. Were there others who kept the Sabbath in the New Testament? Acts 17 verse 2. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the Scriptures. Yes, to answer that question, there were others who kept the Sabbath, as we can see in the verse. Paul also did, as did the majority of the Christians, both Jews and Gentiles. Yes, Zara, you are right. It was Jews and Gentiles that were keeping the Sabbath here. And, you know, the last two verses we've seen this word custom And, you know, a custom is something that we do over and over. It's like a habit. The Sabbath itself was not the custom. Keeping the Sabbath was the custom. Because they loved Jesus, because they wanted to follow his example, they made it part of their lifestyle. It was something they did out of love. Yeah, I want to bring up the argument that many people have said, you know, many people use the argument, hey, well, it's just their custom. It's just what they did, you know, Mm -hmm. the Sabbath. But I, I don't think this is what it's saying here. If you look up the dictionary definition of custom, it says a traditional and widely accepted way of behaving or doing something that is specific to a particular society, place, or time. You know, on the Sabbath, it was their custom to go to synagogue to do this because the Bible writers are writing to the New Testament believers, 
They're meeting in churches, mm. you know. Yeah. They've probably been convinced and convicted and converted at synagogues, but they're meeting at church, you know, from church to church. So they're saying their custom was they went to synagogue. This is Matthew 5, uh, verses 18. He says, For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. He says in the verse before, Do not think I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Um, and the Sabbath is something that is still kept, is mm. still applicable. It is. Um, it's just saying that their custom here was was to meet at church, and that's how we should too. Yeah, and all of Jesus' disciples and the prophets and stuff and heaps of other people then learned to keep the Sabbath from Jesus. Question 9 says, What is the key aspect of keeping God's Sabbath? Exodus 20 verse 10 says, But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male, nor your female servants, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. The Sabbath is a weekly unplug from your hassle and stress of life, a realignment of our lives in step with our Creator God, and a time to connect with others in worship, fellowship, and service. Yeah, and I think not doing work or your own pleasures and spending time with God and studying his word and helping people is the key aspects to keeping the Sabbath. Yeah, also I think it's just most importantly encouraging others to do so, keep Sabbath that is as well, mm. all resting and spending time together with each other but also with God. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, you know, the Bible here, the commandment says that we don't work and we don't let others work. And this is a day that we need to set apart from every other day. You know, God sanctified it. He made it holy. So we are to use this day to connect with God and family. And work here is what we do for an income, but also remembering that it is okay to do good on the Sabbath. So those that have jobs in emergency services, they are jobs that can't stop for one day a week. You know, we can't go, someone call triple zero and say, I need an ambulance. Sorry, it's the Sabbath. Sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not what it's about. Mm. Right? These jobs have to be there. But those people in those jobs also need to try and get some Sabbaths off so they can actually rest and rejuvenate. Yeah, the commandment is not to do any work. And the line before that, it says, six days you shall do all your work. Mm. We've got those six days. We've got that time to do our work, to get our things done. So by the Sabbath, we can have that restful day. Mm. I want to encourage people and I want to encourage you guys in the studio. Um, if you're able, I'm not able at the moment um, because I'm in a ministry capacity. People need to contact me. If you're able, it's actually a really great time to, you know, if you need a second phone, I've, I've picked up a $24 phone from Telstra. And if people need to get in contact with me, you know, this phone does nothing except answer calls and texts. Mm. And if people need to get in contact with me, they can. But I remember last year, I used to switch my phone off for 24 hours on my iPhone and it was just such a blessing to just mm. reconnect with others, take the distractions out of my life. And that's what God wants essentially by saying, hey, don't do this work. You know, that's the principle. You know, it's not the rule. It's not law to keep your phone on on the Sabbath. I, I want to make that very clear. But it is such a blessing, such a benefit when you take away those distractions yeah. and spend that time with God. And I just want to encourage you guys, if you're able, it's just try it. And it will be such a blessing to you. Yeah, and bring things into your life on how it is a blessing for you. You're right. Because that may not work for everybody. Mm. right? You might come up with an idea that helps you keep the Sabbath and have an absolutely blessed time. Mm. That idea doesn't 
may not work for someone else. Yeah. Right? So don't enforce it on someone. Yeah. You can say, hey, you know what? This is how I keep the Sabbath. This is what I do. It works for me. Yeah. But don't enforce that on other people. Yeah. Right? That's where we start getting into this legalistic type thing of what the Jews were. This is how yeah. we're going to keep the Sabbath. So yeah. you all have to keep it yeah. this way. Yeah. That didn't work for everybody. And so what works for us doesn't always work for others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine imagine there's someone listening and they don't see their family all week and, and mm. Sabbath is a time where they can FaceTime their family for three or four hours. Yep. That is such a blessing to them, you it know? Is. And I totally agree. Yeah. 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 Encouraging the concept, not the strict mm. action. Yeah. Yeah. Question 10. It says, what are the key words in Isaiah 58 verses 13 to 14 that describe God's ideals for the Sabbath and its impact on humanity? Now, Isaiah 58, it says in verse 13 and 14, if you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Mm. Isaiah 58 highlights key principles that were important to Dos, justice, obedience, and loyalty. Without a connection to God, the Sabbath becomes an empty day filled with meaningless activities. However, the Sabbath... Faithfully honoured with God at its heart becomes altogether a different day. Jesus says he wants to give us joy and abundance. The Sabbath contributes to this special relationship, helping us to develop a deeper walk with him. And I personally really agree with this. God wants us to have joy and peace in a relationship with him. He knows that the things that we normally like to do, he says, you know, even though they're not work, he says, you know, if you stop doing your own pleasure, your own things, he knows that if we do the things that he's given us, we'll have peace, we'll have that revitalization in our hearts, we will have new strength to go into the week, and we'll show others the love of Christ in all that we do. Yeah, and God has given us the Sabbath to rest, and when we don't do our own interests and when we keep it holy, that's when he will give us great honor and satisfy us with inheritance, like it says in the Bible. Exactly. It's that the Sabbath will make us joyful, bring us peace and happiness as we find our relationship with God growing. Yeah, and you know, the key words we find in this passage are things like, you know, call the Sabbath a delight. It's the Lord's holy day that is honorable. We need to find joy in the Lord and that we don't want to do our own things. We want to do what uh, God wants us to do. Yeah. You know, and we see this through the life of Desmond Doss, that he kept the Sabbath as a delight and he did what God wanted him to do. You know, he didn't keep it to be saved. He kept it because he was saved and that he was loyal to God. You know, Isaiah 66.23 says, talking about the new heavens and the new earth that God will make, it says, And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, so one month to another, and from one Sabbath to another, that's each week, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. We are going to worship God every Sabbath for eternity. Mm. You know, Ezekiel 20.20 says, Hello, my Sabbath, that they will be a sign between you and me, that you may know that I am the Lord that sanctifies you. The Sabbath shows us the most important things that we need to know. Life did not happen by chance. We were created by a loving God for a close friendship with Him. This was the bedrock foundation of faith for Dos. Desmond Doss wanted to honor God's commandments and chose to keep the Sabbath. 
It was in his relationship with God that Doss found meaning, purpose, and the determination that led to the rescue of so many soldiers on Hacksaw Ridge. How do you think the Sabbath will benefit your life? Sabbath gives me the proper reset I need in my week. And I've just seen the blessing of the Sabbath being in my life. And I really want to extend that to all you guys and all you who are listening. Yeah, and I just think it's so cool and amazing that God created the Sabbath like this day and made it just for us so we can chill out and spend time with him. Exactly. It really shows us that he loves us. Like he put time aside to spend that time with us and for us to rest because he knows that we need it. It's like a loving parent taking time off Mm. to spend a day just spending time with their kids. Yeah, Mm. And that is a benefit for me where I get to spend the Sabbath um, I get to spend the Sabbath sharing God's Word, and so in that is a blessing as well. But it's that time to just stop and reflect on the previous week and how God has looked after me during that week and how He has blessed me. Also, it was the relationship with Jesus that helped Doss stand true to what he believed. And it is the same for you and me. It is our relationship with Jesus that will help us stand for God's truth of the Sabbath, even when we may stand alone. You know, I thought about this, and what would I say to Jesus if he asked me, why do you keep the Sabbath, Luke? I would say that you rested on it and set it apart at creation. You put it in the heart of your law and commanded it with the words, remember, Jesus, you set me an example by keeping the Sabbath. Your disciples kept it long after you had gone back to heaven. You told me that we would keep the Sabbath for eternity. So why would I not keep it? I want to ask you the same question. What would you say if Jesus asked you, why do you keep my Sabbath? Or what would you say to Jesus if he asked you, why don't you keep my Sabbath? What would you say to him? I want you to pray about it. Think about it and study your Bible for yourself so that when Jesus asks you about the Sabbath, then you can give him an answer that comes from the Bible. We have come to the my response part of our study. Now, if you've downloaded the study guide, you have a link there in the sentence to be able to click on the word here so that you can send us your responses. We've been getting plenty in and we encourage you guys to keep sending them in. Thank you so much for uh, participating and to communicating with us. It's been really good. But now we're going to go through these response questions here in the studio. Our first response question is, I feel the pressures and stress of modern living and can see the benefits of the weekly Sabbath. I can definitely see the benefits of weekly Sabbath and I just love it when the Sabbath comes around. I'm like, Friday nights comes and you're like, yes, thank you. It's a Sabbath. How about you guys? <laughs> Me too. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. Doing school. Yeah, no more schoolwork, isn't exactly. it good? Hey, no ha- no homework on Saturday, yeah, Friday night. Full break. Full break, yeah. So good. Our second response question is, I found this guide has helped me to understand what the Bible says about the Sabbath. Yeah, it's always good to go through what the Bible actually says about the Sabbath. Yeah, I think it's really helped me to understand the Sabbath and it to the importance and it does not seem like a burden but a benefit. Yeah, I agree. Going th- with what James said, Learning about the Sabbath is really important part of knowing why we actually follow having a Sabbath. Yeah, and I've really enjoyed this study as well. And, you know, we've only really, like, scratched the surface of the Sabbath. Um, and it's so much more deeper. So we want to encourage you guys to um, study more on it. But this study has really given us a good foundation and understanding of the Sabbath. Yeah. Our third and final response question says, 
I would like to learn more about the Sabbath Doss celebrated. Now, I think we sort of really just answered a lot of that, haven't we? In, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the fact that, you know, we always want to learn more. We've only learned a little bit, haven't we? Yeah. And that there is so much more that we can learn. The more we spend time with God, the more we'll understand the things he's given us. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think the important part of our study here, we've got our answers from the Bible. You know, there's people out there that they come back with an answer on the Sabbath. Oh, but my pastor said, or this other book said, you know, I don't really care what your pastor said or what that other book says. What does your Bible say? You know, I want to encourage you guys here in the studio and those of you that are listening, when you're answering a question from the Bible, use the Bible. I don't want to hear people saying, oh, my pastor said this, my pastor said that, or this person said that. What does your Bible say? You know, when you're standing in the judgment in front of God, you know, the whole, oh, my pastor said, isn't going to be good enough. You need to know what your Bible says. So we want to encourage you to study for yourself on what the Word of God says. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, Isaiah 28, verse 10. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. Um, and, and what that's saying is, you know, when we search for things through the Bible, uh, when we understand why we believe things, precept must be upon precept. We must stack and we must gather all the information we can and make yeah. it, make an mm. intelligent decision based on that. So true. Doss knew his facts and so should we. And just to have the faith to stop in the middle of a battlefield like he did, that's amazing. Mm. That's yeah. faith. I just think it's so amazing how he went to the battlefield and just kept going strong Bullets were flying and bombs were going off and he just kept strong in his faith the whole way through. Yeah, if we can do that, we'll be good. And so with that, let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for being with us as we do everything that we do. And thank you that you're here to take some time out and encourage us to spend time with you and to just rest and to build our relationship with not only you but others and help us to be able to be strong in what we believe and to build that belief as we not only learn more but encourage others. Thank you so much for being with us. Amen. 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 It is time to give you the code for today's free offer. This week, we're giving away the book, Hidden Sabbath Truth. This book re-examines the Sabbath day in a brand new light, bringing a fresh, exhilarating and biblical perspective that will reignite your passion for God's holy day. It's also a powerful sharing tool that connects the Sabbath with Christ's work of redemption and to the creation of the new heavens and new earth, drawing other believers in a way that will fascinate and convict them of this vital Bible truth. If you would like this book to help you understand the Sabbath even more, then text the code hashtag TE7, that's hashtag TE7, to 04888808831. We've got these coming out our ears. We just want to give them away and we want to give them to you. So text hashtag TE7 to 04888808831. Our next study is on heavenly peace on an earthly battlefield. Are you facing battles in your life that you feel you can't get through and that you are in need of experiencing calming peace in your life? Well, join us next week as we discover what Desmond Doss knew about what the heavenly peace was that is found in the Bible and how he adapted that to his life so that he had peace while in the midst of war. Thanks for tuning in today to Tableland Explorers on Faith FM. If you're not sure about any of the things we've talked about on the show today, we want to encourage you to pray, ask God for clarity, and study the Bible for yourself. As David says in Psalm 119, God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. God bless, and we'll catch you next time.